Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, welcome to the Spill Your Snackable Daily podcast where we talk about everything entertainment every day. Hi, I'm Laura Brodnick and I'm Mamma Mia's entertainment editor. And I'm Key Reese. I work at Mamma Mia's influencer agency called Social Squad. And on the show today, Mindy Kaling has given an interview to Elle magazine about being a role model. So why has it caused so much controversy about awards? It's my pleasure to introduce Mindy Kaling. Emmy-nominated creator and star of the Fox comedy series The Mindy Project. And Liam Hemsworth has been spotted with a new lady. But why does it seem like a publicity stunt? Maybe he'll go down like Miley's path and she'll be the first of many. But to kick off the show today... Finals week on The Masked Singer Australia and it all begins at 7.30 tonight on Channel 10. But... There's no need to watch. Who wants to watch when you've got Laura and I to tell you who's behind those masks? Laura, I know how obsessed you are with the wolf. Who is the wolf and why? No, of course, we don't actually know who the masked singers are, but I'm going to pretend we do because we've got a pretty extensive list of clues here. So I'm going to kick off, as you said, with Wolf. I love him. And like pretty much everyone else, I think it's Rob Mills, which I know isn't a new theory, but I have some insider information I think will 100% convince you. So starting off with the first clue. So the other night when he was singing Shallow, he said, I'm not the big bad wolf, but I ain't little green riding hood either. Do you know what that means? No. It's because he was in Wicked. That was his big breakout role oh, when he was And went- this is why you love him so much. Yes, because I saw him in Wicked and he was like swung on a rope and he was fierce and I've been obsessed with him ever since. But that was his big transition from just being on Australian Idol and the whole Paris Hilton thing, which I think is like not important when you're talking about his career. And so I think that's a big clue because green is the theme of that show and he was a star of it. He also went on to say um, later on, maybe that's why I'm up all night. I have that reputation and his <gasps> album. Paris Hilton. His No, not Paris Hilton. Oh, Don't bring sorry, that up. Sorry, sorry. No, his one album to date was titled Up All Night. Oh, fair enough. So he was like, okay, am okay. I the wolf? I have that reputation. Maybe that's why I'm up all night. That's his album title. In got the it, got it, got it. Okay, so okay. So there's that as well. And he said he was constantly being misjudged and underestimated, which is kind of the whole Rob Mills brand that people always think of him as the stupid Paris Hilton thing that you're saying, not about the fact that he is like a really talented performer. And it, that just sounds like his voice. Also, I saw him perform live the other day. I was at a Channel 10 event and Osher brought him out on stage and he was like so close to me and he was singing and it was Rob Mills's voice. Now, I might be projecting that because I've convinced myself <laughs> of this, but just like the way he moves and sings, it's definitely him. The moves I can definitely agree with. Like it's very Rob Millsy's the moves that he does. There was also a neighbour's post. Oh my God, I forgot about this. There was a neighbour's post behind him in one of the shots. And he was on Neighbours. And he's a Channel 10 star, which, again, contractually makes it easier for him to be on the show. So I'm just calling it Rob Mills. If it's not him under there, everything I know about life is a lie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who else All it right, could who be. who are you thinking? Robot, it's obviously Cody Simpson. Hello? Mr. Miley Cyrus, as he's now known. Mr. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> someone referred to him the other day as a poor man's Justin Bieber. Which, Ooh, harsh. Which is harsh really but mean. fair. Yeah, harsh but fair. Okay, so here's the clues. He 
says he's he was created by the digital age. He was discovered on YouTube by a Grammy award-winning producer, so that makes sense. He says, growing up, I was surrounded by gold. Hello, fellow Queenslander. Oh, Cody Simpson is from the Gold yes, Coast. Yes, that's a good one. And he said, this one was really interesting. So he said, I care about the real world and I've always been connected to the water. And in the background, people are picking up rubbish and popping it into two plastic bags. One had a U on it and one had an N on it. And he is actually the ocean advocate for the UN Development Program. It's getting juicy. You're a little detective over there. So juicy. But the one that I thought was really interesting, he said, as a young robot, my favourite animal was the butterfly. So before he came a singer, I don't know if many people know this, but he was actually a superstar swimmer and he won gold in the under 12, 100 metre butterfly final at the Queensland Swimming Championships. Okay, I did not know that, but you make a very convincing case. It's him. It's It's definitely him. him. No need to watch the show, guys. We've solved it all for you. Well, us and a lot of people on the internet who have put these clues up. Thanks, guys. Well, if you don't trust our clues and you want to watch the show for real, finals week of The Masked Singer Australia actually kicks off tonight and you can watch it channel 10 at 7.30. Or if you miss that, you can watch it later on 10 Play. And I came up from The Office and I came up from a group of very hard comedy writers. And they're... Of which you were one. I believe I am, yeah. if I can say that. And I believe in hard joke writing. And I think that to have a show with a female lead and people often say that I'm very girly... I take such pride in writing jokes. Writer, producer and actress Mindy Kaling covers the November issue of LUS. For those of you who don't know, she starred in the US version of The Office and also the much-loved primetime TV show called The Mindy Project, a show that she actually created, wrote for and starred in. So in the interview with Elle, she touches on... The past few years, how she's kind of felt like an outsider in Hollywood and even to this day somewhat. And she reveals what she kind of went through as a person of colour in the writer's room and on screen. And that now she's gone on to embrace her trailblazer status, which has led her to some of the funniest and entertaining work yet. Laura, what were your takeaways from the interview? Well, I think so much of this Elle interview was talking about how groundbreaking her success is and how she's so much of a role model, even though she didn't set out for that. Because in terms of not just the show she stars on, but the shows that she directs sells, produces and is the manager of. She's pretty much one of the most successful female TV creators in Hollywood, if not one of the top. Like, I can't think of another woman who's got, besides like Shonda Rhimes, obviously, who's got a whole thing, who's got that kind of range of television that she's producing. And yet the stories, this article still kicks off with a time where she was walking across the set when she was filming The Mindy Project, which is obviously a huge, was a huge hitch show. Um, You can go watch it now on Foxtel if you missed it. It's brilliant. But she's obviously the star. So she was dressed up in her full Mindy Lahiri, which is her character she plays. You know, she's all about the designer clothes. So she was dressed up looking like a movie star, walking across the set from the production office that she ran to the show where she was the star. And a security guard chases her down and kind of yells at her that she's on a set. And she's like, I know, I'm the star, and points to this big billboard that's her face on it. But it just goes to show that because she's an Indian woman, he was saying because she doesn't look like a traditional movie star, he didn't want her on the set because he couldn't believe that she was a star. And that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the um, interview where she goes on to talk about the fact that when she was working on office, so she was just 24 when she got that job, it was kind of her first big TV break. There was a lot of talk that fact she was a diversity hire, which at the time she probably was, but which is good because it was the whole just straight white men working on that panel. Um, And then when the show was nominated for an Emmy, her name was actually by the Television Academy was taken off the list because they said there were too many producers on the show. And she was upset about that because she said she was the only woman of colour on the team and she had to write this big 
essay about the fact that she worked on the show. She had to get every other man who worked on the show to write a letter in support of her to put her name back on the list, which when you think about it now is just like unheard of for that to happen. Yeah. And it was only in 2007, I think this was. So the fact that I don't think that that's that long ago and to hear that she had to go through that struggle. She was also the only female. So it wasn't the only person of colour. She was only female producer on there as well. So it's obviously two things against her in this situation. But it's just heartbreaking to know that when the the security guard confused her as not being a star, that was season five of that show. Like, how do you get that deep into a TV show and someone still doesn't know that you're the star of the show? It's just insane. Out of everything she said in this Elle magazine article, that thing about being left off the Emmys list has been the one that's really been picked up by so many other outlets, has caused so much controversy. And she's actually had to follow up on Twitter and kind of clarify what she meant. So she said that she never wanted to bring it up because The Office was one of her greatest creative achievements and that she's like, and who wants to be fighting with the Television Academy? You know, they're the ones who have the power to give and take away awards of recognition and that's what keeps shows ticking over. But she went on the fact that she was the only one singled out because the Academy released a statement saying that she was lying and it wasn't true, but she's like, I have the... I have the, she's know, got the even, receipts. Yep, she's got the receipts to back it up. She actually has a really fraught relationship with the Television Academy who run the Emmys. Um, I don't know if you've read her book, Why Not Me? She's written two books. I they're haven't. Both, they're so brilliant. I'm going to bring you my copies to read because they're actually, I could do like a 10-part podcast series on both of them, but <laughs> we won't do that today. But in that book, she writes about the fact that in 2014, she was asked to come and present the nominations, which is a big kind of get to have. And obviously, um, then she was kind of in the middle of doing the Mindy Project and it was like so popular and so critical success and she thought oh my god they're asking me to come and present because I'm nominated for lead actress finally I can't believe this is happening it's so exciting like she'd be the first indie woman the first because she was the first woman who was also producing and writing her own television show and mm. starring in it it was such a big deal so she went along at like three in the morning when they do them she and it's not all- unheard of that that would happen right usually they would invite someone to announce it and they would be announced yeah, as... Yeah, they're not always nominated, but it's usually someone who's in that kind of realm. And because this was going to be such a groundbreaking nomination for her, that was the kind of understanding on right. her part that she was nominated. Otherwise, she was like, I was set up for this big milestone. So if it wasn't going to happen, why would they have me on live television? So she goes along, she gets all dressed up in this like gown. And as she was about to walk on stage, one of the producers for the Emmys broadcast grabbed her. And it's actually illegal to say if someone's nominated or not, because there's this whole voting secret ballot thing that it's kind of meant to be kept a secret. And he just looked her in the eye and said, whatever happens out there, just hold it together. And all of a sudden, as the live broadcast started, she's like, no. oh, my God, I'm not nominated. This is happening on she – and she had to, she's like, okay, I can either – leave and just tank my career and everyone will think I'm a problem or I'm terrible or I can just go out there and do it. So she walked out. I don't know if you've seen the footage of her announcing. It's quite brutal. You watch it back. I mean, not brutal in terms of like, now that we know what's happening because we've read the book, but she announces the lead actress and you can just (gasps) kind of see. No, she has to announce She has to announce it and she's got this massive smile plus on her face as she reads out all the names and obviously everyone's thinking your name was meant to be on there and it's not. She does the whole broadcast and she writes in her book that she just walked walks straight out of the studio after this happens in the ball gown, jumps in her car. She's got a pair of sweatpants like tucked under the seat, pulls them on, drives 20 by McDonald's. It was like six in the morning because she started the broadcast at like 3am and just orders like 10 cheeseburgers. Three, I think in the book. I'm just editorial. Yeah, yeah. And just sits there and eats them and just feels like absolute shit. And then kind of just like, she's like, I wiped the grease on the, on the ball gown. And then I took a deep breath and I just drove to my job where I was like running my show and I got over it. 
but she's like, I just needed a cheeseburger to kind of fix up. And she's like, I just had to like push on and get on with it. And I just think her book is so full of moments like that where she just gets knocked down so hard and picks herself back up. So I think that's one of the reasons why this Emmy thing and this new L article is so interesting is that she's got such a fraught relationship with them. But I just think it makes her, even even though she's going to be called a role model, I think it makes her a role model. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Liam Hemsworth, is he moving on? It kind of looks like it. Taking a page out of Miley Cyrus's book, Hunky Actor, My Future Husband, Liam Hemsworth has been spotted with a new lady friend. So he and fellow Australian actress Madison Brown were spotted having a meal in New York City before going on a stroll, holding hands. Later that night, they went out to the club and then it was all PDA everywhere. Kiss, 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 hold hands, hold hands. A little bit of a stars, a just like us moment when Liam picked up a traffic cone and just was being real crazy with it. All can relate. But I'm not buying it because I think these are staged picks. It's two months since his split from Miley Cyrus. Now he's filed for divorce. And I think obviously she's had very high profile romances with Caitlin Carter and now going official with Cody Simpson, a.k.a. Robot on Mars Singer Australia. <laughs> I'm just not buying it. What do you think, Laura? Okay, you know, it's really hard for me to care about this or these people, but I know that you do and we're in a, an arranged podcast marriage, so I'm going to try and care. I also think you're taking this very well since you truly believe that you're going to marry Liam Hemsworth. Well, but that's absolutely. a conversation for another day. So wait, this chick though, Chick, I should say. She's an Australian actress and model, is that right? Yes. She's on Dynasty. I didn't know who she was yes. before this. So my competition is, her name is Madison Brown. She's 22 years old and she's from Sydney. She's currently star- starring in the Dynasty reboot, which is on Netflix now. And I can say it's amazing. Laura hates it, but it's really good. So stream it. It's just so good. Anyway, aside from her successful acting career, she's also a model. So she's done a Moo Moo campaign and she's been in Vogue and Marie Claire. So she is like, she's quite there, but there has been kind of some funny stuff that's come out of the woodwork, obviously, since everyone's delving into her past. Back in June, she was promoting a show. I'm not too sure if it was Dynasty, but anyway. No, it was Dynasty. It was. I'm going to talk about because she was with the other chick from Dynasty was on it with her. It was yes. like their big kind of publicity moment. Okay, so they were on this show called The Zack Sang Show, and they were playing that game Bang, Marry, Kill. And she had to, <laughs> Laura just thumbed nice up. Nice sanitised of not saying the F word on the yeah. podcast. Keep going. Um, and they had to basically choose between Liam and Chris Hemsworth, Margot Robbie and Hugh Jackman. And so she said, I would bang the Hemsworth brothers, but at the same time, both of them. I couldn't marry them. I'm too insecure. I'd be like, you're too attractive. You're never allowed to leave the house. And I'm just saying, girls, dreams do come true. So if it came true for her, it can come true for me. Well, she certainly seems okay with leaving the house now. And this is why I think this is a bit of a publicity stunt. I know you it don't definitely like when I is. say that, but it, 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 it kind of no, is. No, 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 it definitely is. But I'm also like, 
she just should ride that way for as long as she can. It's either a, a set up publicity stunt just because they're in such public places and these are people who don't need to be in those kind of public places. So they, they've been pictured sitting in an outdoor restaurant in New York, which obviously that's a really prominent paparazzi spot. They've been spotted taking public transport. All these things that you don't really need to do unless you want to be seen. And they're in that perfect kind of setup that we talk about where like an actor might need a bit of an image makeover and an actress might need a bit of a profile bump. Either that or they're just hanging out and they don't care about the publicity because it's all out there, but it does seem like a bit of a setup. Celebrities move from LA to New York to get away from paparazzi. So you, it's really easy to be incognito in New York. So to do that, it is so obvious. But Not I'm living for it. I guess we'll see what happens. Thank you for listening to The Spill today. You can get in contact with us by emailing us at thespill at mamamia.com.au. And we love seeing what you get up to. So remember, if you're on Instagram, snap a little story and tag us at Mamma Mia Entertainment. And while you're listening to the podcast, remember to subscribe and leave us a review. The Spill is produced by Hannah Bowman. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au. Bye. Bye. Bye.